Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 64 of Tapped Out Podcast with your host, Pete Ingram. And Dylan Donegan. What's going on this week, Dylan? Uh, I know we took last week off, and there's been quite the amount of stuff that has happened in that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last week, a bit of a downer week in Magic, to be honest. Uh, you know, they had the, the new PT announcement, which is, if you haven't, I'm sure you've seen, if, if you're a listener of ours, uh, you know, very, very large prize decrease in all the major tournaments this uh, this year. So definitely a little bit of a demotivator. Not a little bit. I'll just be frank. A huge demotivator. A lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for uh, the for Magic right now. I mean, geez, like the winner of the Pro Tour gets eight grand. That's, you know, but we're, we're really not playing Pro Tour anymore, um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely just feels like a little bit of an Arena Grand Prix. I feel really bad for the people who are like playing their first pro tour and just don't get to experience, you know, what, what we are so used to and have loved all these years. Yeah. I feel bad for a lot of people, honestly. True. True. I feel bad for the new players. I feel bad for the unfranchised players. I feel bad for the players that have been like around forever trying to qualify, finally get a qualification and then bam, this, like, it's just bad everywhere. Yeah. I, yes. Uh, all, all of that is true. Um, but uh, yeah, that being said, there has been a lot of news, you know, that happened. Um, and then more recently this week, the headlines include uh, an Austin Bercevich ban, which, um, you know, if you're a competitive Magic player, you're probably familiar with Austin Bercevich, a, a guy from, uh, I believe, from Texas, Louisiana area, uh, always was friends with Tom Ross, Jody Keith, those guys, and it's been a longtime Magic player. Uh, more recently has had a lot of success with winning Grand Prix Dallas. Yeah, just been on an utter tear recently. Yeah, winning Grand Prix Dallas, top eighting Pro Tour Richmond, and then Phoenix as well alongside you. And, uh, I mean, yeah, Austin was the number one ELO player in, in the world. Right? Am I mistaken? It might have been Alan Wu, and he was number two. But uh, regardless, you know, just on a complete tear as of late and, uh, you know, certainly becoming – you know, not a, I wouldn't say a household name because at this point I feel like those people are the ones just with contracts. But like, you know, uh, definitely becoming a lot more of a staple of the, the competitive. For sure. Game. I mean, if you're a competitive player, I would say that you definitely know who Austin is. Yeah, you know Austin, and you know you probably respect him as a player too. Um, yeah, and you know, if we're not sugarcoating anything here, you also know that Austin probably doesn't have the greatest reputation. And I'm not trying to to bash the man. I have a good relationship with him myself, but. Uh, you know, he's he's very willing to speak his mind and, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, go at go at it, if, if you will. Uh, he had a yeah, little no, bit he's of a- very brash and he'll even say it himself. And I like I like Austin a lot, too. You know, I, I teamed with him last year for the first time with uh, him and Shaheen and I got to meet him and we've been friends since. And I think he's a pretty nice dude. Uh, and, yeah, he gets in trouble for kind of speaking his mind. And most recently, he. You know, in an effort to make things even for everyone, he kind of spilled some news that wasn't really publicized yet, and now he's paying the ultimate price for it. I don't know what's going to happen as a result. My hope is that eventually, at some point, he gets unbanned, but I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, and to catch our listeners up to speed just a, a tiny bit, um, you know, actually our last cast, we, we had touched on him. You know, he leaked the information about the upcoming Arena PT a, PT a week prior um, which had gotten to him via unknown sources, which probably stemmed from rivals and MPL players that, you know, it all just, you know, trickles down. You know, these people tell their friends who tell their friends and then it gets around. Uh, 
that's the nature of the situation. Uh, and, uh, you know, he leaked that info two weeks ago. Um, and I guess somewhere, or yeah, two weeks ago now-ish, uh, and somewhere in between the last few weekends, he gets an email from Wizards of the Coast basically being like, hey, we want to know how you got that info. You know, please, please cooperate. Um, and, you know, he more or less just said he's not willing to do so um, in a respectful way. He posted this kind of joke tweet that, you know, kind of telling them to screw off more or less, but he didn't actually send that. Uh, he, he just responded like, you know, his suggestions on organized play and that him giving him them the names wouldn't really lead to solutions because, you know, it's just going to be a never ending circle. And due to his lack of cooperation, they banned him for the foreseeable future on everything online and DCI. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's where it ends. Uh, just let y'all digest that for a sec. And I guess we'll talk about why we think that's so wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I definitely was very shocked when it had happened. Uh, to my knowledge, he wasn't given any warning like, hey, if you don't tell us, we're going to ban you. It, it happened live on stream, by the way. Yeah, he, no, I, I wasn't watching, but I did I did hear that. I started watching after the fact, but yeah, it just happened. Like he was he was literally in the middle of playing arena and his account got booted and then he's like jokingly, Oh, maybe I got banned, and sure enough he got an email saying he got banned. Yeah. Literally. I was I was actually watching live, you know, uh doing my my due diligence. Uh, I, fi- I figured that was going to be approximately 30% of my pro tour testing, watching him, you know, play, play about an hour or two of blue light control. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately that was cut short, uh, <laughs> cause he got banned, but, uh, yeah, it was just absurd. I mean, and you know, like I said, Austin, I'm not, I'm not saying he's done the right, you know, the right thing. I mean, honestly, him leaking that info was a, a good thing. Like I think, yeah, I think I am in favor of what he did. Like I, I think his his, you know, his cause was good. Yes, or his justification was good. Like what he was trying to accomplish was good. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, and uh, you know, I think his point is very, very, you know, true about like if he gives them the names of whoever, you know, just for throwing it out there, you know, whoever teammates, I don't even want to say names because I don't even want people to think anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> really just whoever on his team, who's not a contracted player told him that info that then what is, what's he going to do? They're going to email his, his teammates and then they're going to tell them the people that told them. And then they're going to tell them the you yeah, know, this endless chain of who told you. Yeah, exactly. And, you could, if you, if you really wanted, if you were so spiteful, you could just name whoever, you, whoever the hell you didn't like. You know what I mean? If that's yeah, really, exactly. he could have just thrown any random person under the bus there and just yeah. been like, all right, well, this is who told me, and you can either believe me or not. Yeah, uh, I think the ban is just clearly unjust, and uh, the the Twitter community is rightfully outraged. Um, you know, I've always tried to like stay clear of the Watsi drama and not bash them, and like. My, my few, like, small criticisms I've ever made of them, I try to do in a very polite, like, you know, not brash manner. Um, and not saying I'm about to go on some, you know, outraged Watsi spiel, because I'm not. It's not really my style. But I'm kind of over that at this point, because it's just like, wow. Like, not only have you guys expressed, like, you know, uh, pretty much no desire to, like, you know, help anybody that's not some sort of contracted player, but also, like, 
this behavior is, you know, it's literally just draconic, like what you guys are doing. Like, well, like, you know, on what terms are we banning? It's almost like they're looking for someone to punish and then they found Austin. I don't know. Like, I don't, I just don't get what it accomplishes really. Like, I have the utmost respect for the people at Wizards of the Coast and the decisions they make, but this one kind of just like bewildered me. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, them like, you know, kind of running organized play into the ground more or less as of late. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just like spiral of bad decisions. I mean, and you're seeing a lot like, you know, there's a lot of people outraged about this. Not only just people tweeting like free Austin and stuff, but people like I'm going to quit or I'm going to, you know, donate my pro tour money or I'm not like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, there are, there's a non-zero people who are out there, uh, you know, every single tweet that Magic Esports or Magic, you know, Wizards of the Coast, whatever makes, you know, they're replying free Austin, unban Austin, unban Hoffa, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and uh, I, I, for one, am very, like, I'm not going to be as outspoken as, as, as some will be, but I would, am very much for like, like, I would honestly be down to not play this Pro Tour until they unban Austin. Like, I would sign that petition in a second, you know what I mean? Like. Uh, so, um, yeah, I really hope we see some justice. I don't think we're getting any, to be honest. I thought at first that the Twitter outrage would be enough to make them like quickly, you know, reverse it. But I don't, at this point, I think they're just standing by it and Austin got, got effed. The one downside of like Twitter outrages is that they're very powerful and on the day that they happen, but then like they subside very yeah. fast, you know? Yeah. So it's like either it happens immediately or it just doesn't happen. And that's kind of, I think, what we're going to see here maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I'm getting. Like, yeah, like I said, like the first day I was like, yeah, there's no way they keep this going. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone's outraged. Even even you saw MPL people not only watching Austin stream, but even like Seth Manfield made a tweet, you know, as, you know, as vague and as like, you know, so much that he would not get fined as possible, basically said this is wrong. You know what I mean? You know, so you have people who are like actually big names in the community, you know, who are representing Wizards who are like on Austin's side with this. Um, So um, I thought that it was going to get reversed. But like I said, now, you know what, we're we're two, three days, three days in now after the ban. I don't think they're going back on it. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I think I would give it a little bit longer, see what happens. Maybe they eventually find out the people who actually did leak the information, um, and then, you know, something can be done there. I don't know. Um, Clearly, you know, it was someone. Uh, I mean, you know. Or people. I I think it's just most people, like, you know, I mean, you know, not to get too, uh, again, I I hate to name names, because please, nobody who's listening, don't take this as anybody accusing anybody, but like. You know, it's just expected, you know, Brad Nelson's going to tell, you know, whoever he wants to, whoever is his best friend, you know, Strasky might tell even Flock that the PT, you know, Strasky lives in the same house as even Flock. You know what I mean? Is he not going to tell him that the Pro Tour is happening? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, totally get what you're saying. Probably best to not name yeah, any names. Yes, nobody take that as me saying any, I have no knowledge on if anybody leaked anything. Yeah, it's like, it's like. I totally get where you're coming from, that's though. The same like, thing players are saying. going to probably tell their closest friends what's up, and then you know one of those closest friends is going to tell another close friend, and then eventually the information yes. is going to get like out. that's that's how these things work. So um, you know, I think the nature of having like private information for your contracted players, like it's just going to get out like before they want it to, and that's just going to be happening. Um, so. Um, 
you know, and Austin made it pretty clear that, you know, how do you get around that? You don't give them a competitive advantage. Um, but uh, that being said, I'm all for them basically like asking, you know, kind of using the MPL and rivals people as consultants in a way on like tournaments and OP. Like I'm yeah, totally so for that. I- but as another competitor, obviously I have some problems with the fact that, you know, I, I very much am in the, the camp that they do get a, a clear advantage above the field, especially MPL. I think it would be best to have other non-MPL and rivals like challengers in the equation, have them in this group that's being spoken to. And I think the other thing you can do is just kind of minimize the amount of time that you're uh, telling the public versus telling this group. Like, you know, for example, if they went to uh, the MPL a week before the announcement, as opposed to two weeks, that might be a little more palatable for people, you know, Um, just any way you can kind of minimize the amount of advantage that is given. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. But yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, our, our piece on Austin. I really hope he gets unbanned. Um, You know, dude did not do anything wrong. And he was just trying to even the playing field as much as he could for, for us non-contracted players. And I just actually appreciate that. So, um, you know, thank, thank you, Austin. I'm sorry that that shit happened to you. Um, excuse my language, but yeah, uh, man, it really sucks and definitely, you know, makes me lose a little bit, a bit of my faith in Lossy. Okay. So yesterday, uh, Magic the Gathering tweeted out on Monday, June 1st, there'll be an update to the ban and restricted list impacting the standard and historic formats that will also address the companion mechanic. Um, and as someone who has literally tried every day this week, and I know you literally, you tweeted about something, uh, about this yesterday, which caught a lot of steam, by the way, it, like that, it was really popping off. It felt like, uh, my, my tweet, by the way, was basically just how much are you testing for this compared to a normal PT? And, uh, you know, the, the, although obviously I'm going to get people who vote who aren't in the pro tour because you know i'm on fucking twitter sure. and i was so annoyed that people kept telling me it's like yes i'm aware of this i, I just want to gauge the topic like i'm not like i'm not this isn't an exact science here people jesus christ yeah like jesus christ like i, I was so tired of people saying that uh but uh and obviously the vast majority is n- nobody cared uh, zero to 25 percent um and yeah, I put I I am qualified and I voted for the zero to twenty five percent mark because it's just true. Every time I've tried to play standard, I'm like, okay, you know, I know there's a mythic invitational qualifier next month, and I'm like, okay, I should probably try and qualify for that. And I'm somewhere in like low gold, and you know, I have I guess five or f- four or five days left at this point. But every time I'm like, all right, this is the day I'm gonna you know start my trek. I start I literally queue up. Jeskai fires, Yorion fires, whatever you want to call the stupid Luka deck. And I play a match and then I either make it one or two matches before I'm like, this is horrible. And then I close my laptop and I'm like, I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, you want to hear my, my, uh, standard testing so far. So first of all, I don't even have cards on my arena. Uh, I, so I, I use Xan or Evans if I, if I battle. Uh, thank, thankfully they're giving us cards for the account. Cause I was not looking forward to shelling out a couple hundred for a standard deck. I was going to play one time, but anyway, so you hop, hop on Zan's arena, uh, boot up the old just, just guy, Luca deck, uh, first match, uh, you know, I copy pasted it and, uh, it didn't put it, the Yorion as my companion. So it's just, you know, just playing an 80 card deck. So I did that, uh, you know, con- conceded after game <laughs> one. 
Uh, and then I played another match where uh, during sideboarding, my arena crashed. Classic, classic. It's happened to me multiple yep. times. So I didn't get a sideboard. And then I probably lost as a result of it, drawing, you know, whatever, a bunch of wraths versus blue eye control post sideboard. So I stopped after that session. That was one session. Two, <laughs> we got a one and a half ish matches in. And then I did one more session where I played a single match of the Luca Fires Mirror. And it was horrible, and I had no fun, and then I stopped playing after that. Uh, so, yeah, we have a total of two and a half matches in, uh, in like, about two weeks. Um, that about up my experience. Yeah, um, and I would say for a normal Pro Tour, if I had known for two weeks, I would easily have 10-plus leagues in and probably 5-plus, 10-plus drafts. Um, and you know, maybe even more at that, at this point. So yeah, we're, we're sitting at like not even an hour's worth of gameplay, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, to be honest, I'm not really seeing that changing much, but there is a ban. So that does make things mildly exciting. It's like, I feel like the first good news we've gotten in a while. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, so we have a ban coming on Monday, standard and historic. Uh, we're really just going to talk about standard today. I haven't even touched in historic. Uh, maybe we'll touch on that another time, but, um, yeah, I haven't played any. It seems like we're probably going to have to, uh, at some point, but, oh yeah, we're definitely going to have to at some point. I I think the format's probably, honestly, it's probably pretty solid. Uh, you know, I'm sure there has to be some bands with like, maybe the Yorion, whatever, just guy, Luca deck is too good. And then obviously people complain about Nexus too. So, but again, I don't know enough about the format to, to give any firm, uh, you know, uh, predictions there. But uh, standard-wise, um, you know, obviously we have the Orion Fires deck, which is just, like, beyond, you know, the best deck. Uh, from my interpretation, I believe something from that is going to get banned, and I thought it was going to be one of the two combo pieces, Luca or Agent of Treachery, uh, and probably Agent of Treachery because it's an older card and Luca's a, you know, new fun Planeswalker. Yeah. You know, there's a couple reasons there. Um, so also just isn't really a fun card to play against as well. So, um, that's my initial prediction, but I think there's a couple different things to talk about. So we'll, we'll touch on everything for sure. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing about this announcement is that it says that there will be a BNR impacting the standard historic formats, but then it also goes on to say that will also address the companion mechanics. So it's kind of like leading you to believe that the companion mechanic is going to change in some way, which I'm definitely in favor of. Uh, as to what that's going to be, that's a lot of speculation. You know, is are they going to make you have a reduced hand size? Are they going to make it so that you have to pay a certain amount of mana to get the companion to your hand? Are they going to, cre- yeah, create some? They're probably going to nerf it in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I actually kind of forgot about that aspect of the the announcement. Or I, I didn't look into it enough, um, so I, I didn't even realize that uh, there's potentially a change to the companion role, but. Um, yeah, now you have me kind of thinking, I, I guess, what what they could do. I don't think they're going to do anything, as you described, like, like that's going to, like, change, like, you know what I mean? Like, putting the, the card in your hand for a mana cost. Like, that sounds like maybe too much for people to keep I, up with. I don't know if it is. Like, I obviously, it would be a huge nerf. But as far as the costs of them doing this, I don't think it's very high because uh online you know you're going to just be able to kind of see what happens as you know most digital card games change cards over time the only reason that hasn't done that is because magic's also a paper game uh well people aren't really paying paper right now also 
the companion word on the cards themselves isn't explained. So you can actually just kind of change what companion does in the rules. And then, you know, over time, the card just says companion. It's a little confusing for newer players that have already been playing the game. But I think it's kind of a, if there was ever a time to experiment with changing something, this is definitely a good time to do so. And I think it's warranted. Yeah, that, that, that checks out to me for sure. Um, And I'm certainly here for it. I'm, I'm like very willing to have the companion mechanic changed or rotted in some form or fashion. Um, definitely. I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, maybe you have a better idea as somebody who worked at R and D, but um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I hope, I hope that companions are, uh, you know, less, what's the word I'm looking they, You know, I, I hope they loom over every format a little less after this announcement. Uh, you know, I know they didn't address modern, but I, I would also, I would not mind if, Luris got, you know, nuked in some form or fashion there. But, um, yeah, uh, in terms of standard, um, do you, do you think like, uh, what, what do you think are some other possible predictions for, for getting banned? So I think the companion mechanics going to change. I do think that, um, I don't know if it's, so the way this is worded, it leads me to believe that it's like only going to impact in the standard. I would, uh, standard and historic. I would think that if the companion mechanic changed, it would change throughout all formats. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, but I think the companion mechanic is going to change. And I think they're also going to take action with other cards. Uh, cards that I could see them banning are, uh, as you mentioned, either Luca or Agent. My thought is Agent or Treachery. It's a rare compared to Luca being a Planeswalker and a Mythic. Uh, also, like, Winota is still annoying. The games where you, like, just ransack your opponent with Winota and Agent or Treachery aren't fun. Like, I just kind of hate the way that we're cheating Agent into play now. Um, and then, of course, Fires of Invention, probably my least favorite card from that set. I've always hated that card. It just lets you cheat on mana. Wilderness Reclamation, another four mana enchantment that lets you cheat on mana at the end of turn. That's always been kind of oppressive. And then, uh, you know, of course, Teferi. uh, Always been kind of... I think we're just over Teferi at this point. You know, let, let him have his heyday in the older formats, but I am just done seeing him in standard. Um, and also... Well- Two things there. One, do you know when the next rotation is offhand? Uh, I believe it's in sometime in October. So it's not that far away. And obviously, you know, you could make an argument of, all right, well, Asian and Teferi are about to rotate. So don't go after them. Yeah. Uh, same with, I think, Wilderness Reckless also about to rotate. Yeah, that all sounds accurate. You could make that argument. But, like, what's what's the upside? Like, you don't ban these cards? I can deal with Teferi. Uh I, I, I'm not as much of a Teferi hate. I get it's broken and it's like doesn't allow you to play at instant speed, which is just like kind of dumb. Um, but like I, I, we're just so close to the rotation that I'm, I'm like kind of I'm over it. Like we've already gotten railed by Teferi for a year. What's another? Yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. Another? Teferi is probably on the, the least of the all. Of yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I do want to also address that you didn't mention Yorion, which I think uh, is also another contender for, for so yeah like- i i wouldn't i wouldn't mention any companion until i see what the new companion yeah is. and i figured that's where you're where you're going with that yeah uh, for sure so um yeah and i can definitely understand that obviously if they change companions the whole 
you know, they're probably going to take a step back on banning a card like Yorion because they want to play out how the new companion rule plays or see how the new companion rule plays. So, um, uh, that all checks out. Um, but yeah, in terms of cards that they could ban, I'm with you on agent. That's my number one pick, I think. Uh, and kind of from pretty much a, a outside perspective here, I have really not played any of the standard format. Um, but, uh, you know, also I think some definitely big considerations are the two enchantments you mentioned. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I, again, I think Teferi is, is fine and, and it's, it's like definitely a messed up card, but we've already seen the damage fires and wreck. You know, if you're a listener of the podcast for a while, you know, we've talked about how those cards are just like kind of OP and standard and have been for as long as they've been printed. Um, so I would love to see, I kind of want, like, I feel like fires is the one that definitely needs to go more, but if only, I I agree. if fires got banned, then it might just be like, we're just playing, you know, wreck mirrors all day. Uh, so, uh, but honestly, if fires got banned, the format probably just shakes up to be like blue, white, and wreck, you know, because and then maybe sacrifice has some angle in there. But, uh, you know, I, that's what I at least see from from what's going on. Maybe the uh, oh, and the cycling fox deck too. Also, that that deck's legit too. So, yeah, uh, I'm just kind of the mindset that wizards should do what people think is ends up being the most fun for the format despite whether you know wilderness rack and teferi have you know a little a little just a little bit of life left in them i don't think that there's like much of a benefit for leaving them in the format from like if the let's say the format's so much healthier without them i would rather them leave immediately then wait three months to leave, get them out of here. Because what's what's game? Like Teferi isn't going to lose any value. It sees play in Pioneer. It sees play in every format, you know. So like, it's not going to go anywhere in terms of its price point. And people can't play paper anyway right now. So you can offer wild cards in exchange for their cards and i think most people will be happy with that yeah no i I think that's a good point right now um and like now that we're kind of like talking about it all um i do kind of think like from a playing perspective you know an ideal world is we see every card we mentioned banned which is the two enchantments uh teferi and uh some one part of the combo and i think like that would actually shake out to be a pretty cool format um yeah, I I agree. Like notoriously, Wizards has been very light-handed, and I think that that's correct. I think this is an instance where they could just be incredibly heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah. I remember like the time when they did uh, they banned Copter, Emrakul, and Reflector Mage. That was like the first time when it was like, whoa, they just banned three cards. Like, and you know, in Sander, this is crazy. Um, and you know, since then we've seen pretty much that be a lot more common. Uh, you know, give give or take a little. But I agree with you here, like with with COVID and like the, you know, this lack of pressure, I guess, to sell cards as much, I'm sure is like not as much on their agenda. Uh, You know, I think it's a fine time to just say, you know, screw it, we're going to ban a bunch of cards. Like, um, so, yeah, um, you know, those are our thoughts on the bans. Um, I'm definitely glad they're getting rid of stuff because I know pretty much everyone I talk to is like, you know, we're just so tired of this format. Um, and I know you've, you've certainly echoed that. Um, 
And also, like, you know, I'm sure every everybody competing in the PT could say that they needed a, a bit of more of a motivator. Um, not sure how much this is going to make me play standard. Um, you know, we'll see we'll see how things shake out Monday. Uh, but uh, I'm definitely, you know, I'll be battling. I'll definitely get back on and and uh, try to figure out some stuff. Maybe maybe there's some room to actually, like, experiment. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I was telling Ben earlier today uh, that come Monday, I'm probably going to start playing a lot more Magic, and that's pretty exciting, you know? So long as they do their part in making the format more fun, I'll, I will certainly play, and if I, you know, am incentivized to hit Mythic next month or July, maybe I'll do that, as opposed to just not playing. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, like, especially right now, I'm definitely trying to take ma- Magic a lot more from a fun standpoint uh you know i've really i've just been playing the modern events online because those are just like what i like to play right now uh you know less trying to to grind and uh you know less playing the formats that you know i would normally be forced to play um but yeah like again this this is definitely i you know i hope this reinvigorates the spark a little bit you know i'll definitely plan to get on arena some next week when this happens um there's a uh mtgo showcase events too i just learned from uh andrea replied to my post yesterday saying he was looking forward to those. Those are next week. So uh, I have a bunch of mox points on motos stocked up. I'm going to battle in those. So that'll give me like kind of a high level event to battle uh, in not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, so, you know, definitely going to play the standard one. Uh, maybe try to try to like test a little for that. Sweet. Uh, just, just to hit you with a question before, before we like uh, close things out, like, you know, um, first of all, what's your ideal outcome for the ban? And two, how how much do you think you'll test, like, in a week or two, uh, like, on average, given the ban? Like, you know, if the bans are good. Yeah, given, given that they do exactly what I want. Uh, I think, ideally, in my selfish world, they change the way companion works. I really don't have a good solution as to, like, how they make it more fair. I really haven't given it any thought. So. They change the way companion works in some capacity. Um, they ban Teferi, ban Agent of Treachery, ban Wilderness Reclamation, ban Fires of Invention, and then I will play a lot of Magic. I will probably, I will try and hit Mythic next next month so long as I have an incentivization to do so, so long as like, you know, top 1200 qualifies for something. And as far as testing for the PT, I haven't, you know, been given any like there isn't much monetary incentive uh i assume winning gets you something i'm hoping that if i do well in it alongside like i don't know doing well in the previous tournament that i played in that maybe it it, like qualifies me i'm using air quotes here because i really don't know what's going to get me but like i feel like wizards of the coast sometimes just like changes things and if you know they see that you're doing well i don't know but I, i will test a lot for it i will Okay. Um, yeah, that's good to hear. Um, I definitely don't think you're going to get your ideal ban, uh, obviously, but uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much with you there. Uh, actually, I'll, on, the, on the subject, uh, like, so you normally test with a, a squad, right? Like face-to-face has been your normal squad for a bit, right? Yeah, face-to-face. And then, uh, yeah, the last PT, it was uh, BCW mostly. And then but that's like all face-to-face people. But then this most recent PT, I'm actually testing with um, 
a lot of the people from I, I don't know what they call themselves, but a lot of the people who top eighted like the seven percent, the, the those guys. Yeah, and that's yeah, that yeah, yeah. Corey Burkhart, Austin Bersovich, the squad, uh, yeah, Alan, Alan Wu, yes. Austin yeah, exactly. Alan Wu, Lars Jacobson, Tommy Ashton. Yeah. yeah. The the best grinders who aren't on contracted players by <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guys who got left out in the f- the fucking mud. Uh but uh, uh yeah, um I saw it. Versovich ranting about like someone like Mark of J- Mark Jacobson who's just been gold quietly for three years or whatever, just like yeah, n- n- not a dollar to, to get played to play Magic right now, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, definitely, I feel for all those guys. But um, the reason I ask is like, you know, uh, we have, we have four of uh, the six of us on Lotus Box queued, and like we're just like, and normally we'd be picking up people like. I talked to Zan two weeks ago when the announcement got leaked and I was like, you know, who do we want to get? Like he wanted Dom Harvey and we we're talking about picking up Nathan Stewart and there's just been no communication, no motivation. Nobody's playing. Nobody cares. Obviously now, especially with yeah, the band, you know, we kind of are just in limbo for a dead format, which by the way, we didn't talk about, but that's frustrating too, that they just throw out half our testing time and then also put us in limbo for like another 15, 20% of it. Like, come on guys. Well, it does equalize the playing field. Yes. Uh, that I will say it does completely equalize the playing field. But like, come on, we know the bands, like, why don't we get to know them Friday and like play the arena open that's happening this weekend as a new format. Before that, I, as of right now, I don't really intend on playing the arena open. If the bands were in place, I would 100% play the arena Yeah, I'd maybe consider it too. Shit. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, that that's frustrating to me too, because it's like, come on, the, we know it. The, the people at Watsy know what they're banning at this point. Like, come on, just give us the, the window of time. To- I would think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know for sure, but like, yeah, I would assume they do. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, just you know, we're just not really testing. I actually, uh, I had to reply to somebody who asked me about testing with us today. I was like, hey man, like I'm sorry, I never really got around asking because we're just not even talking. Like it's just like. Yeah, no, I mean, it's the same way for yeah, us, Team nobody, 7%. Nobody cares. No, none of us are really testing, honestly. Yeah. And especially now with the with the ban looming, we're definitely yeah, not who's, testing. Who's testing. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I'm sure we'll see a, a big increase next week with the ban. But even then, you know, this is certainly far from, like, you know, normal procedure for a bro door. Far from. Uh, oh, yeah, for so. sure. I mean. But, yeah, I think, I think that pretty much concludes our discussion today. Yeah. This was a, a fun little episode. Yeah, it felt good to not talk about like decks for once, really, and just kind of hash out what's some some crap that's going on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's always fun to talk about magic. Yeah, but um, anyways, uh, I hope I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, for Dylan Donigan, myself, Pete Ingram, we're tapped out, and it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs>